When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Stand by everyone. Here we go. Pre-show. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I just need to remind myself of what this whole storyline is. So a while back, I created a bunch of possible glee boots, possible glenoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to read these to you and really go through them and pitch them to you. And you are the Fox Network, so you tell me if they're good or not. I'm going to change my name from Bird Memes to something else before our guest comes in. Because... God forbid. (laughs) Okay. So my first pitch... So you... I think at the very... I have how many? I have three. I have three different... Should I open up this document at the same time? Or do you want to just read it? No, I'm going to read it. Um, I have three different pitches for you. And you are going to, after each one, tell me what you think of them. And then at the end... Uh, you're going to say which ones you give the green light to on uh, rating them. Three, two, one. Okay. okay. Sure. Okay. So my first pitch is a glee boot that focuses on the unitards story. Okay. Um, it is going to be harmony focused. We are going to get uh, Lindsay Pierce back for at least a three season arc. Um, we want to learn more about harmony. She's been in show business since birth. She was the we ultrasound know. on Murder, She Wrote, and Murder, she, she was wrote. the Gerber yes. baby. Yeah. Um, we know this much is true. Yes. Exactly. So assuming this, um, she has to have ambitious show parents. Like, it wasn't her Ooh. choice to be the Gerber baby. It was her parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I want her arc to really focus on that pressure that she gets from those show parents. Um, okay. I want to see her really break down because her parents are giving her so much putting so much on her plate and really expecting a lot out of her and therefore she expects a lot out out of herself um i want to see how far how deep that goes Mm -hmm. um i also want to know what goes on in these niata meetings every month because oh my gosh yes (laughs) the same how often can you do you do they just sing songs do they just analyze niata's course list do they interview niata alumni and they've just been like rehearsing this anything goes and you get your gun um, right. sort of number since they yeah. were freshmen, even though she's a sophomore. So I guess it's been a full year of them rehearsing the same number. Right. And are they just scaring off everybody that comes into this group? Right. I don't know. I need to know. I need to know the deets. Sure. Um, and then I think as a high school, they would do Les Mis. And mm-hmm. Gavroche is obviously stage manager slash student director slash general Hellion. Um, Wait, because, this is all part of the Unitard story? Yes, yes. This is the okay. Unitard story. So Gavroche gets an arc. Um, I think the Gavroche arc would be similar to Cat from Euphoria, um, except in the way oh, that it's... so like not explored. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and the little bit that we do get um, uh-huh. is Twilight fan fiction. Because what okay. I really loved about Euphoria was the one scene where they really go into depth on the Larry Stylinson fan fiction that Kat wrote. I think I would want that from Gavroche. Mm-hmm. Um, he writes just Twilight Smut, and then the whole school finds out. 
mm-hmm. um, except this whole school doesn't hate it. Okay. Um, I have a logistical question. Just sure. Right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so are you presenting this? is this on HBO me- Max, by the way. Okay, I thought I was representing Fox. So <laughs> what are you doing here? You're in the wrong Fox B.O. Max. Fox B.O. Max. Okay, wait. So is this conversation happening in like 2010, 2011? Like, yeah, yeah. Hap- so it's it's taking place back when um, all that stuff was popular. So when that episode came out with Anything Goes, Anything You Can Do. Okay, um, I like it. Um, there's more. I, okay, there's more to that specific one. Yeah. Okay, keep on going. So we've got Harmony, we've got Gavroche. Um, I think they would have a Madonna episode, except the twist <laughs> is only Madonna songs from movies, which is why they oh. sang Evita. Um, they okay. would sing Into the Groove. I know they sang that on the regular series Glee, but they would do it even better. Sure. Um, on the Unitards show, they would sing Into the Groove from Desperately Seeking Susan, and they would sing Die Another Day from James Bond. Okay. Um, Wait, and then this is supposed to be three seasons of them exclusively singing Madonna songs from no, movies? No, 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 no. They have a Madonna episode. Oh, they, oh like this Glee is just does. one episode. Okay, okay, yeah. got it, got it, got it. Yes, okay. Um, and then I want a Pendleton and Canada love story. Um, and I'm okay. only saying that because they're the only other named characters on Glee Wiki. Okay, thoughts. That's the Unitard's pitch. Um, I think it's really bold that you come into my office and you say <laughs> um, three seasons just right off the bat. <laughs> um... <laughs> I want you to create a really strong first season and then we'll have a conversation around this time next year. Let's have a really uh, strong pilot. Let's start with that. Yeah, let's start there. But three seasons, just like, hey, I want this. Thank you. Um, just seems really bold. Uh, just okay. rethink that. Um, you know, this is my first day on the job at <laughs> Fox Bio Max. And, Fox uh, Max. I just want to set some ground rules. Um, I really like it. Um, as a fan of the series Glee, you know, I've watched the series Glee and I really mm-hmm. liked um, uh, this character Harmony. She really stood out to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would like to give her a role um, because Ryan Murphy has already told me that, you know, he has no plans to bring her back. Mm-hmm. So um, let's let's do something with this character. Um, and I think it would the, the Gleeks would really like it. So, um, you know, I'm not confirming it, but like, you know, like keep on talking essentially is, okay. is what I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to continue to be a pain in the ass about it. Sure. Yeah. And um, it, wait, is it called in, in then like a working title is that it's just called the unitards? Sure. Okay. Sure. Don't, don't sure me. <laughs> we, need, we need a clear answer. This is Fox yes. Bio Max. This is yeah. Fox Bio Max. <laughs> um, okay. So my second pitch is going to be focused on Jane Adams Academy. The story okay. would pick up right after their loss at sectionals. Their coach, Grace, is dealing with the fallout of cheating and having to come clean to her girls that... Um, I was confusing Jane Addams Academy with... What's the all-girls school that, like, the sister school for Dalton Academy? What is that school called? Oh, I um, don't know. Mary Day or something? Oh, God. I don't know. The Gleeks are going to be so mad at me for not remembering. <laughs> they were in the animal performance. Anyway, keep on going. Jane Addams. Um... So Grace is uh, contemplating how she's going to speak to her girls that put so much trust into her and who are doing so well. Um, Aphasia is going to rob another bank. Um, And I think the show is going to take a very good girls uh, turn. You know, good girls, the show where the moms rob. Wait, 
people. Wait, isn't it, isn't it 2011? I don't believe that this show has even come out yet. Oh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. There's going to be a show called Good Girls. <laughs> and this show very takes a turn like that. Okay. Um, it's like Good Girls, but with singing. Um, aphasia, aphasia is running from the law while still attending every Glee Club meeting. We're not sure how she's doing that. But in the Glee universe, we don't ask questions. We don't ask questions here. She needs needs to get to national. (laughs) I think the show would focus equally on in-school stuff and out-of-school stuff. Um, Things the girls are dealing with at home, flashbacks to juvie, um, very much euphoria meets Orange is the New Black meets Glee. Meets good girls. I can't wait to see these other shows that you're referring to. Because Euphoria and Orange is the New Black Black. and Good Girls have not come out yet, canonically, in this pitch meeting we're having. But listen, they sound like great titles. (laughs) I'll give you that. They're good. I am pitching You should be pitching these shows. (laughs) I'm building up my empire. Yeah. And then finally- Empire, another show that hasn't come out yet. (laughs) What do you think of that show? Um, I like it. So far, I've really, um, you know, removed myself from this character that I'm playing. Okay, if I can even just like remove myself, it, the character's sort of like intertwined with who I am now. But like, um, if I were to remove myself, uh, I would say that, you know, that is something that Glee is missing. Mm-hmm. We've talked at length about it. Like, I really do think that Glee was missing these like at home things. Mm-hmm. Like we got mm-hmm. a little bit of curtain Finn. Mm-hmm. very small like Rachel and Mike Chang but like we need more so I yeah. really I really like this I think it would be really fun and also Eve would be like the main character of this show right yes that would be great okay mm-hmm. we want to give Eve showtime um, a showtime a showtime I mean Showtime Fox Biomax <laughs> on stars exclusively on Hulu <laughs> an empire <laughs> Um, the final show I want to pitch to you is Adam's Apples. It's going to focus on Adam's Apples. Um, it starts with the formation when Adam is a freshman. Every member kind of starts out as a sycophant, um, for Adam. Wait, define that? A sycophant is like a brown noser, a kiss ass. Um, Oh, really? They think that Adam is God's creation, let's say. Yeah. Um, because his name is Adam and he, he has an Adam's apple. Um, there's a little bit of religious theme going on here. Um, they're all in love with Adam and they're trying to be just like him because he's a big personality. Um, but over the course of the first season, they really come into their own and they really develop their own storylines and what it means to be a member of Adam's apples, but not to be Adam himself. Okay. And Um, it's a bunch of star kids. Yes. It's a bunch of star kids, specifically Jerry Mm -hmm. Richter. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, is it only, I don't know anything about Star Kids. Is it only Joey Richter that's part of the Adam's Apples? I thought so. There might be a couple of other um, deep cut Star Kids. Okay. But Joey Richter was the only face that I really recognize. At least in this point in time, maybe if you had asked me 12 years ago when I was deep, 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 deep into deep, the deep. fandom. Mm-hmm. I actually watched a Very Potter musical today while I was um, packing. Yeah. And it scares me how I know every single word. Like every inflection. You posted on the um on the Glinstagram story today. Yes, the, uh, because um Joe and Tessa got married and Charlene Kay was there and Dar- it was like a cosplay wedding and Darren dressed up as Joe's character from uh, a very Potter musical. It was very funny. Snape. Yeah, it was very funny. Yeah, 
Wow, um, that's good. So back to the Adam's apple story. Um, it's the baseline. The basis of this show is that a lot of kids were big fishes in small ponds in high school, but they're coming to New York City and realizing that they're painfully average. They were told that mm-hmm. they were ingenues, and then they come to New York City just to find out that they're painfully normal. Kind mm-hmm. of like where Kurt and Rachel were going when they first move, except it's like way more realistic. There's no Vogue yeah. internships. There's no funny girl editions. It's just college shows, side hustles. Yes. No one's trying to make it as a stand-up comedian um, and delving into that kind of off, off, off Broadway side of showbiz. Okay. I think this think? is fun. I, dare I say, I don't know. I It's between, it's between uh, the unitards and Adam's apples for me. Because okay. I think like Adam's apples like has like a very fun spin where it's like, oh, they're like, they're not actually seeing their dreams sort of mm-hmm. fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like doing like small thing. I need, I need a cast list. I need um, okay. dream casting. Um, so maybe get back to me with those. But like, I think, you know, uh, we can shake on it. I think that uh, you have some really fantastic ideas. Thank you. And, um, thank you. You know, I hope to see you again soon. Thanks. Um, thank you for listening to my, thank you for the opportunity to present my, my, my pitches. Yeah. You know, I don't really have a really good re- relationship with Ryan Murphy. Um, so I don't know how. After the incident? Um, yeah. After what happened between him and I. Oh, yeah. Uh, wow. But I, I think. You know, I don't. I don't know what he'll think of me sort of taking his property, right? Uh, IP, IP. Yeah. So, you know. Anyways, just keep that in mind. Can we sing the songs that we're predicting? Oh yes. Okay, let's sing the songs. I I actually before this was not at all um, influenced by the conversation. I promise. I already have the song ready. Whenever you're ready. I think I have a song, but I'm. Actually, not sure if it's on the Glacket. Oh. Is it my headband? No. Let's sing okay, it. Because you're... Okay. Three, two, one. When I get you alone. Have when I get you alone, Oh, baby. that's on the Glacket. Okay, that's in the Gap. Oh, in the Gap. I was like, why are you calling the Glacket the Gap? The gap. <laughs> <laughs> but that's in yes. the Gap. That's in the gap. Yeah, that's okay. in the glacket. I do like that one. What were you singing? Uh, I just sang the first three words of um, Anything Goes, Anything You Can Do. I'm just <laughs> really in the mood to get... I'm really in the mood for that. That song. Yeah. Okay. Gleeks, we are joined today by Telly Leung, also known as Wes the Warbler. Wes Warbler? <laughs> um, Wes Warbler. From Dalton Academy. Telly, how are you? I'm good. How are you? So good. Um, you brought up before we started this recording, it has been 12 years. 12 since... years. I, I want to say that the first call I ever got an episode w- was t- 2009 or 2010 is when I think it happened, oh, really? right? I don't know. Yeah. I think you you would all know better than I would, but I I think that was right. You mm-hmm. first appeared in like the fall of 2010 because you were oh. like part of the original. There you go. Warblers. Yes. Like you were there for like Teenage Dream. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so the fall of, is that when it was? Fall of 2010? Fall of 2010. I'm yeah, glad you, I'm, I'm glad you, you all have history. it straight because I certainly <laughs> we, don't. We have our glistery. We know our glistery. Your glistery. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait, so tell us about what was that audition process like for you? Oh yeah. I've, I've talked about this before that, you know, uh, actors, 
we used to put our, I mean, we now, we all we do is put ourselves on tape, right? But back in those days, we yeah. would also put ourselves on tape, especially for mm -hmm. things that happened on the opposite coast where we couldn't be seen in person. So I remember um, the casting director in New York City was, mm -hmm. um, you know, there was a casting director on both both coasts, right? There was an LA casting director. It was always UDK who did all the casting for, for Glee out on the West Coast. And it was Jim Carnahan yeah. who always did it on the East Coast I'd worked for Jim. I did a Broadway show for Jim. My second Broadway show yeah. was for Jim. And my manager was like, well, they won't see you for for these new characters that are coming up on season two of Glee. There's this character, this character of Blaine. And my, my manager yeah. was like, I really want you to be seen for this. Um, but Jim won't see you in New York. I said, what? I did a Broadway show for Jim. So then, yeah. so, so then Joan was like, well, just, you know, put yourself on tape anyway. And I'll try to get the, I'll try to shimmy the tape over to the UDK office in Los Angeles. And maybe yeah. we'll work around you know, that, that casting director in New York. And I said, okay. So I did put myself on tape and, you know, I ended up still not getting it, but, um, and of course, Darren Chris got it and was phenomenal, yeah. right? Amazing. Like mm -hmm. the most perfect casting in the world. But, um, <laughs> but a lot of us who had gone in and auditioned for that character were actually brought in as warblers. Yeah. And, and you were only on that for that one season for season two. Were there any talks of you coming back or? I think so. Again, I think you're going to be clearer about the glistery than I am about <laughs> okay, what, okay, got it, got it. What, um, what, <laughs> what, which episodes I was on. But I want to say that I, I definitely remember um, flying back and forth from New York City to Los Angeles to shoot Glee because I lived in New York. And then yeah, all of okay. a sudden, I definitely also remember making a phone call and saying to them, hey, I, I'm about to go do the Broadway revival of Godspell. It's a show that I've yes. done for a really long time. I was part of this production in 2006 at the Paper Mill. It's mm -hmm. now going to Broadway. I have to do it. And yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. They're like, totally cool. I mean, <laughs> that, and that's sort of what happens on a TV show when you're not a regular and you're recurring, which is yeah. that they sort of go, you know, because they don't have you on any sort of contract and you're episode by episode, they just yeah. they just say to you, are you free? Because we want to write you in this one. And then you it's <laughs> right. really up to you to go, yeah, I am totally free. I would love to. Or yeah. it's also, you're like, I can't because I'm in New York doing a Broadway show, you know? Right. Um, but, but they were really cool about it. And I was really thrilled that I got to do all the episodes that I did get to do. And then I was just watching my friends then from, from my <laughs> couch. Yeah. Were you a fan of the series before you actually joined? I, I definitely enjoyed it. You know, I, yeah. um, I've known Maddie Morrison for a really long time. Uh, yeah. You know, I, because I, my first Broadway show was Flower Drum Song at the Virginia Theater, which is now okay. the August Wilson Theater. And we were across mm -hmm. the street from Hairspray. Mm -hmm. Okay. And of course, that was Matt Morrison's big, huge starring role on Broadway was Link and Hairspray. So we knew yeah. each other. We were neighbors. We were Broadway neighbors. Um, oh my gosh. And, um, and I also, you know, fondly remember our first day of rehearsal at Paramount. I'm like nervous as hell being there, meeting everybody for the first time. And up walks Matt Morrison. He's like, Telly. And he like gives me a big hug. Aww. And you know, he was like the big man on campus. Here I am like the freshman on campus, right? Who's like yeah, nervous right. as hell to be there my first day of school. And everybody's like, who's Matt hugging? Who is this person? <laughs> like not yeah. knowing that we had a history together yeah. at all, you know? Oh my God. Um, so it was, yeah. so I, I was a fan because I was so happy for all the theater folks that were mm -hmm. on the show, you know, Matt yeah. Morrison, Jane Lynch, who's been around forever, who of course we all know right. her from the Christopher Guest stuff, but she's also, she's also yeah. like a theater person, like, you know, mm -hmm. Chicago actress and all that. And, and Leah Michelle, of course, like, you know, was, was as a Broadway staple too. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I was watching it because I saw theater folks on there, you know? <laughs> And not really ever thinking that I'd be on it. 
ever. Right. Really. You know, it was really one of those auditions where like I put myself on tape and I forgot about it. Okay. And then weeks later, that surprise phone call goes, hey, like, would you, (laughs) you didn't get the part you auditioned for, but would you fly to Los Angeles and do this? One one episode, Out maybe two episodes, yeah. as a as a yeah. warbler, you know, as <clears> a <throat> as a basically, and it was based on the Yale Wolf and Poofs. So they were mm-hmm. like, so basically, you're like in a prep school, you're gonna be dressed up in blazers, and you're gonna be a very yeah. preppy acapella group, all boys acapella group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have just a logistics question. When you, if you're living in New York City and you're coming to LA to film. Do they put you up in a hotel? And if they do, <laughs> here's the what? here's some here's some showbiz um, uh, skinny for you all. Okay. Here's the showbiz tea, okay. if you will, as the kids <laughs> say now. Um, the tea is that they will sometimes ask you. They'll go, "Hey, Telly, we really like you for this. We know you're based in New York. Would you be willing to work as an LA local to do this?" Mm-hmm. And when I auditioned at the time, you know, back in the day before everybody was able to self tape their auditions from their iPhones, and you could be in Malibu or Bali shooting an audition and right you could be based from anywhere now shooting an audition well back in my back in my day old man telly um (laughs) who by by the way i was the oldest warbler so i was for sure grandpa warbler on the set at all times (laughs) did not come across but um but i but back in my day you actually had to be in los angeles for pilot season you had to Mm -hmm. so actors that were living in new york actors that sort of did both we lived a very bi-coastal life we were by, yeah. you know, and so like in, in some ways it was like you know, I lived in L.A. for four months out of the year, pounding pavement, auditioning, you know, working some sometimes I was really lucky that that four or five months of the year I was working on a great show like Lee and yeah. like that was keeping me employed and there. And sometimes I would just go to L.A. and pound pavement and not get anything, go back to New York, do a play, do yeah. a musical, do a concert, whatever that is, and then go do it all over again the next year. Right. So but it's so different now. You know, I think with with the way that auditions have become completely digital, also there's just so so many more TV shows than there were back in 2010 when I started. You know, now with Netflix and Hulu and all the streamers, they're shooting everywhere. They're not only shooting in New York and LA anymore, they're shooting in Atlanta and Vancouver. And, you know, I mean, it's it's insane, right? And New Orleans. So that wasn't really a thing if you think about it 12 years ago, you know? So, um, so yeah. So I, I, at the time I was like, yeah, I, I, I totally live in LA. I, I I would totally, I would totally love this gig. And then I'd have to be like, Oh, I got to find a plane ticket and a couch to crash on from a friend in Los Angeles. (laughs) Uh, Your resume is stacked. Absolutely incredible. It goes far beyond West. Well, when you're old and you've been around for a minute, when you're, when you're the grandpa warbler, you can certainly, you certainly pack well, up I mean, a resume because like you're not still too, alive. But I mean, like, not too many people can say that they were the titular role in Aladdin, like a Broadway musical. <laughs> yeah. Hello, yeah, that's major. No, it is major. I'm, I'm, um, I'm really thrilled. It's you know, I the the thing about Glee is it always came. It was like the most wonderful gift I felt like because as an actor, as a New York actor who studied theater, I went to Carnegie Mellon to study musical theater. I never really thought of myself as a television person Mm -hmm. at all, let alone a television show that was as massive 
of a hit and cultural phenomenon as Glee yeah. was. And so I never thought I would be a part of something like that. So, um, you know, I was, uh, I think I was, I, my dreams for myself as an actor were very much that, hey, I'm going to be a star on Broadway one day and play the title role in a show. Like that yeah. was, that was definitely something that I predicted for myself. Being in a TV show that millions of people watched every week all over the world, translated yeah. into a bazillion languages, not something I ever predicted. Ever. Insane. Did you have any like ever like uh, fan moments? Like people, would they recognize you on the street for being <laughs> Wes Warbler? Sometimes, yeah. yes, they do. In fact, the funny yeah. <laughs> thing is people still do. I mean, now with, now with, you know, Netflix and people yeah. watching Glee after the fact, you know, people, that's the other thing that's changed. People are watching whole seasons of television shows, you know, not on Tuesday nights anymore. Like they're watching right. them whenever they want and they can watch them yeah. over and over again. So Yes, oddly enough, I still get people going, oh my gosh, you're on Glee. And I was like, yeah, 12 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. welcome to 2022. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you, after season two, did you continue to watch? Did you, was it like watching your friends perform? Did you keep up with the show? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, you know, those boys, I'm, I'm, and I know you've had Riker on, I'm sure he'll tell you, those boys are like a band of brothers and we had such a good time <laughs> and we had such a good time. We made the best of the time we were there because we never knew when we were going to be back. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. it was one of those things. I remember they said, hey, we're, we're going to introduce this character of Blaine. It's going to be two or three episodes in this boys prep school and then you'll be done. So do you want to recur on two or three episodes of Glee? Yeah. You know, fly from New York to LA. And I was like, sure, it'll be great. It'll be super fun. You're on this hit mm -hmm. show and... It'll be great residuals. Like, that's what mm -hmm. I thought, really. I really thought it was like, oh, what a great gig. And I'm not doing anything. Sure, why not? Right. Yeah. And then the fans, the Gleeks, loved it so much that they just kept writing kept for going. us. Yeah. Sometimes we were we were wedged into episodes where it had nothing to do with us, but they were like, <laughs> and, you know, meanwhile in Dalton, like, they would, like, cut over right. to us. Yeah. Right? And I would go, well, this doesn't really have anything to do with the story, but that's okay. I had a really good time doing this. <laughs> but here they are singing Here we are. Child. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, and, I, and that's great. You know, Bill's, Bill's, Bill's. Great. Awesome. Exactly. Here we are, here we are yes. in the Super Bowl episode. You know, like, you know, all of that, like, it was, it was a blast. Huge. You know, so, um, so, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of some of the numbers, what were some numbers that stood out to you, warblers and otherwise, that were your favorite? I will never. Yes. Yeah, so, as a as somebody watching watching it being filmed, yeah. um, a, a number that I was not a part of watching, Valerie was insane. Yes, mm -hmm. Riker said the same thing. Yeah, watching Valerie, watching watching Harry and uh, do that over and over and over again. I yes. was like, it's unbelievable. I, I I was blown away. I was really really blown away. Th those yeah. those like competitions where we all got to just sit in an audience and watch each other. There were times where I was like, I have to like not like them. <laughs> like I yeah. like, it's my job to it's my job to not actually enjoy These what they're doing. Right, they're our yeah. rivals. Like I'm supposed to not like them, but like Telly did. Do you know what I mean like? I'm yeah, like, of that's course. Amazing. I How cannot believe not? it. I cannot believe Harry and Heather still have done this like twelve thousand times now. Yeah, like and they're and they're still killing it each and every time. And and of course, yeah. you know, Naya singing the hell out of it too. Like you're like, oh my gosh, like it was unbelievable watching. Yeah, and being a part of. I mean, uh, of course, there's always something so special about that teenage dream because you hear you hear yeah. the Tufts Beelzebubs. And you're like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I've never, I would have never thought this song could have been covered in this way. And I think yeah. it was so sort of, I mean, and also think about this, like the covers were pretty straightforward all through season one, yeah. you know? I, and I felt like this was really something that was like 
a super out of the it. box arrangement yeah. cover musically. Yeah. It was just something really interesting to hear. The one that was the most fun for us, I think the most fun for me to do was was shooting at the gap at the Grove. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like that. You're like, I'm at the gap. Like I just shopped here last week. Yeah. And now, and and now we've yeah. taken over the gap and we're shooting a number, you know, running around the racks and finding as many clever ways to make musical moments as we could. Right. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was that was that was a blast. And then they gave us a, a discount. So really, we, I actually also walked away with bags of Gap clothes. Oh my god! After the shoot was done, because they said we'll give you our like I don't know whatever the staff gets. It's like a 40 percent discount, and we I were like, it. yeah, yes, yes, I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take one of those. One of those. Wait, I will say, I mean, so like good. every time that I pass by a Gap, I do think of the Warblers, so it has had a lasting effect. Good. Yeah. Are this is amazing. Are we ready for our first song of the episode? Because oh, I yeah. do have it. Yes. And I'm I excited. think I think we're all going to have things to say about it. I am beaming okay. from ear to ear um, that we get to watch this, this episode. So here we go. Oh, my God. <gasps> Don't tell me not to live, just sit and putter. Life's candy and the sun's a ball of butter. Don't bring around a cloud. To rain on my parade Don't tell me not to fly I've simply got to If someone takes a spill It's me and not you Who told you you're allowed To rain on my parade How much am I I didn't fake it, hat, sir. I guess I didn't make it, but whether on the rose of sheer perfection, a freckle on the nose of life's complexion, the cinder or the shiny apple of its eye. I gotta fly once, I gotta try once, only can die once, right, sir? Oh, life is juicy, juicy, and you see, I gotta have my bite, sir. Get ready for me, love, cause I'm a comer. I simply gotta march, my heart's a drama. Don't bring around a cloud to rain on my parade. I'm gonna live and live now. Get what I want, I know how. One roll for the whole shebang. One throw that bell will go clang. I on the target and wham. One shot, one gunshot. Hey, Mr. Onstein, here I am. I'll march my band out. I'll beat my drum. And if I'll band out, your turn at that, sir. At least I didn't fake it, hat, sir. Guess I didn't make it. Get ready for me, love, cause I'm a comer. I simply gotta march my heart to drummer. No, nobody don't know, nobody. Oh my god. 
Belting. Major. Belting. Yeah. <laughs> Huge. Telly, first thoughts. What are your first thoughts coming out of that? <laughs> oh my gosh, my first thought actually was I never tire of that song. Never and, the best. And also, I'm so excited to see the revival. Yes. yes. I mean, like that show has not been brought back to Broadway in such a long time, and um, I'm so excited to see it. I'm, I'm buddies with um, Ramin Karamlu, who's playing Mr. Ronstein. So I'm, okay. oh I'm very gosh. excited. I'm so excited to see the show. Yeah. Um, and, and of course, Jane oh, Lynch and of course, Jane Lynch, Lynch duh. And yes. of course, like yeah. Jane's in it, right? So mm-hmm. of it's pretty, pretty awesome. So uh, that that's my first thought, and and you know, I that was it was great. My gosh, crazy. I go ahead. This. <laughs> This is just season, I mean, season two, don't get me wrong, one of the best seasons of Glee, and I will say that because Telly is in the room, but season one, (laughs) season one, oh my God, like, how can you imagine, I don't even know how to like put words into this, but it's incredible thinking of making Funny Girl and making musical theater and making Barbara Streisand relevant to that many people in 2009 yeah like, like to like like nine-year-olds yeah, to, uh, yeah. i know <laughs> okay, maybe not like, nine-year-olds but just like the general american public but i mean like they were mind. like the children watching this show and just like reintroducing them to like like music yeah right but it's, i know it blows my mind because had I ever heard of Funny Girl before this? Absolutely not. What is that? I don't know. Now, yeah. did Riker tell you that we all got to perform for Streisand? No. Did you really? So th- it was one year that they do. They did the Grammy Honors. And okay. I can't quite remember what year this was. You're going to have to look this up in your glistery too. The glistery. But, yeah. um, <laughs> but there was one year that they were honoring. And I want to say maybe it was 2010, 2011, because I was okay. still warbling at the time. So like, right. uh, and of course, Leah had done that. So they had done Streisand yes. on the show. But also um, we had done, was it What Kind of Fool? What's the song? What Kind of Fool? Was that yes. the song that Streisand sang with Barry Gibb back yeah, in the day? Yeah, that was like... And it was also included in like the Warblers like album. That's like a bonus so that's track. why because it, that was done as a tribute to Barbara Streisand on, oh. on the music. It was like a it was a thing. I want to say it was called Music Cares, and it was okay. an, it was the dinner. It was the, a, a huge dinner and ceremony that happens the night before the Grammys, and everybody okay. was paying tribute to Barbara Streisand sitting at the center mm-hmm. banquet table. But like I mean, the lineup was insane. It was Darren and you know the Warblers backing backing yeah. Darren up, doing what kind of fool? But it was mm-hmm. you know I I. I think Kristen Chenoweth sang. I think Maddie Morrison sang. Leah Michelle sang. Yeah. But also, that's like just the Glee folks. But also, I think Stevie Wonder was there. Yeah. Seal was there. I mean, the, the lineup <laughs> was insanity Crazy. of people honoring, you know, Lost Streisand. Wow, that is incredible. I need to ask Otelli, were you like trained in acapella singing? Is that is that something that a lot of people have on their well, resume? That's well, the funny thing is, I actually I. So here's here's the other T is that it, uh-huh. none of that singing was us. I don't know if Riker right. told you that either. So that was all yeah. the Tufts Beelzebubs, right? Yeah. Ironically, so a lot of those arrangements were done by Deke Sharon, who I would then end up working with on Broadway in 2015. We did mm-hmm. Broadway's first a cappella musical called In Transit. All the arrangements okay. were done by Deke Sharon. Deke Sharon, incredible acapella yeah. ranger he did a lot of stuff on glee he did he was a producer on the sing-off i think he was also a judge on the okay. sing-off okay. all the pitch perfect movies were him you know wow. so he's like 
the acapella guru, right? Yeah. And um, and um, it, it was it was a blast. So it's it's funny. Like I actually was not trained in acapella, but I felt like I got acapella crash course when I worked on sure. in transit. But also like musical theater singers, you know, like Broadway singers, we have to. We have to sing whatever whatever's asked of us, right? Like we have to sing everything from Rodgers and Hammerstein to like Jesus Christ Superstar, so that we can eat. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like speaking of like Funny Girl, it's like the rollerblades thing. It's like, yeah, I'll do this on rollerblades, you know? Like, but that was also Fanny Bryce because you know she was. It was vaudeville. It was like anything goes. The more talents you had, the better. Like whatever was entertaining, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, you Mm -hmm. ask it, I'll do it. Yeah, I love Don't Rain on My Parade so much. Um, I don't. But I will say, I don't know, Don't Rain on My Parade and Faithfully, Yeah, they're like right there for me. I don't know if, if you pull Faithfully next, I don't know which one I would choose at this moment in time. Okay. Because they both I, I, hit the same. I have pulled the next song and it is not Faithfully. Oh, thank God. Um, okay. I, I will say, okay, Don't Rain on My Parade, obviously we have the Rachel versus Santana of it all, the continuous conversation that just like lasts decades um of like who sang it better you know i do think that rachel it's it's a staple i think it's a glee staple you can't have glee glee without this song right and i think that santana you can see her in the back of this performance like sort of like taking notes on like how to to do (laughs) this she's gonna do this season six yeah right so um but i mean i think that they both offer different things and again like depending on the day i think um I'll be back and forth, but I think most days I'll be I'll be Team Rachel, and I don't I don't know I I stand by that I stand by that. No, I I I feel the exact same. I think they both bring yeah. things to the table, but this is the this is the OG. This is the this season is the one for episode a thirteen. The only reason that Santana could even do it was because the original was so good. I don't know. You said it, not um, me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Into what um what don't rain my praise against. Drop what Trump is against. is against. Allison, you were talking about this maybe like a week or two ago, I feel. We were talking about Destiny's Child. Here we go. Ladies, ladies, oh my God. Oh no. full of ballers and the pockets full grown. And now you fellas leave your girl with your friends. Cause it's 11.30 and the club is jumping, jumping. When you say you got a girl, yeah, it's true, you got a man. But the party ain't gonna stop, so let's make it hot, hot. And last weekend you stayed at home alone and lonely. Couldn't find your man, he was chilling with Weekend, you're going out. If you try to stop you, you're going off. You got your hair done and your nails done too. Outfit and your fancy shoes. And when you coop on laying at the hot spot tonight, you're gonna find the fellas rolling in the Lexus trucks and Hummers. Boys say you gotta go. Oh, yeah, it's true, you gotta oh, land. But the party ain't gonna stop. Oh, so let's make it hot. Oh, 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 the club is full of ballers and their pockets full of grown. And all you fellas leave your girl with her friends. Cause it's 11.30 and the club is jumping, jumping Ladies, leave your man at home The club is full of and their pockets full of grown I know you fellas leave your girl and her friends Cause it's 11.30 and the club is jumping, jumping Sexy women do they do Ladies, what you land? Ballin' from the summer crown We can get down Bounce, baby, bounce, for bounce, for bounce Work it, work it, shake, baby, shake, shake, shake Work it, twist, baby, twist, twist I'm gonna do it Shake, 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 shake,
dollars and their pockets full of gold. And now you fellas leave your girl with her friends. Cause it's 11.30 and the club is jumping, jumping. Good. <laughs> I love that. I forgot Je- Jenna too. Jenna's another Broadway gal. As yeah. a kid. She was a kid in The King and I. Wait, have you worked with Jenna before? I've never Bes- worked with Jenna. Be- 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 no, besides Glee. We, we've, we've continued to be friends just outside yeah. of that. But like, um, but she is also a Broadway kid. She was in yeah. the Donna Murphy, Lou Diamond Phillips, King and I revival as a little kid. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> right from the yeah. beginning. Also Spring Awakening. Wasn't she also in Spring Awakening? Yes. She was in Spring Awakening That's right. with Leah and, and Jonathan. That's yeah. right. This, I hate that this is a hard competition for me. Is that sad? Yeah. I think I hate that too. I hate that for you. Wait, what are we doing? We're competing? I forgot. I forgot the rules. It, don't Rain in My Parade. So we're doing three competitions. So the first competition is Don't Rain in My Parade versus Jumping Jump In. Oh. We will cast our votes after our discussion of Jumping Jumping. <laughs> this is a Tina solo for me. I know that Blaine and Sam are there. This is Tina. Mm-hmm. Um, all I'm okay. listening to is Tina. Tina is my Beyonce. Um, okay. <laughs> I love this song. This, I'm really into right now, I have been listening to uh, Destiny's Child, En Vogue, and uh, Salt and Peppa just on okay. repeat. Yes. Um, as, because I have, I have a work safe, uh, safe for work girl jams playlist. And okay. I put all, that's it, all it is. Is yeah. uh, Atomic Kitten is a little bit in there. Maybe Katrina and the Waves, but so good. I love this song. This is a bop. This is like an anthem. Like, ladies, leave your man at home. So good. I will say when 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 Jenna comes forward and she does like the look like a hush, like ladies, ladies. I think that's very very cute. Also, (laughs) wait, Allison. I feel like the choir room is like empty. Like when they go into the choir room and they're like dancing in front of the choir room. Like season one and season two, like they're dancing in front of like an entire like stacked choir room of like like a variety of characters there's like five people watching this <laughs> this performance right yes well they all graduated they're it all, also they all warms, graduated it also warms my heart to see all those the glee project folks there alex yes. i mean that's like it's so sweet you're like oh my yeah. gosh I love did it. you watch yes. the glee project or did you just meet them i did not i didn't really watch it until um no i actually i don't i don't remember really glee watching project it is- is peak we television until you we really, it. really need to seek it out. It is, it is prime <laughs> television. Gosh, what a, what an amazing, um, what, what, what phenomenal talent that's come out of there. Holy cow! Oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Um, Lindsay Pierce, Broadway yeah. Zone, yes, yeah. Incredible. I okay. I know that we're all gonna vote. We're gonna vote, and I know what we're all gonna vote for. But I will just say, jump in, jump in, um, Telly. For every hundred songs, we do bring back a song that we've eliminated. Oh. Oh, mm-hmm. jumping, jumping is going to be high on my nomination list. Oh for my gosh, how RuPaul's Drag Race chocolate bar of you! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are we ready to cast our vote against "Don't Rain My Parade" versus "Jumping, Jumping"? <laughs> I, I, I'll I think Telly wants for... to go first. This is a yeah, pretty Telly... easy vote. Yeah, as, right. as, as lovely as as uh, listen, I, I, Jenna did an amazing job on that jumping, jumping, but it's. But you yeah. know, it like it's not the iconic thing that we remember from that right. series. Right. So I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for Don't Rain on My Parade here because it's I, such I a will signature. Say, yeah. <laughs> I will say that there is a sequence in the jumping jump in um performance when they're in the hallway and they're all dancing. And Melissa Benoist 
consistently makes really fun choices with her character that is like her character is just like very withdrawn and just like shy (laughs) but then like when it comes to these musical performances she's doing these dances that don't add up it's like Dr. Jekyll Mr. Hyde for the vibe it's like um and she's like dancing and she's just like (laughs) and I just love it it's just it, it is good so if anything I love jumping jumping for Melissa Bonoy's dancing um, but dance, okay. Don't Run My Parade does get my vote. You can cast a vote for Chumming Jumping. It just won't go through. No, 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 no. I'm not even going to cast a pity vote for that. It's Drump. Okay. Away. We're Drump okay. heads in this Zoom call. Drump heads. Drump heads. <laughs> um. <laughs> Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The next song I've pulled, God, I'm just pulling bop after bop after bop. This is a good episode for songs. Um... I I can't wait. Here we go. Okay. More musical theater. Okay. Tonight, tonight, it all began tonight. I saw you and the world went away. Tonight, tonight, there's only you tonight. What you cry every time we sing such a girl (laughs) (laughs) oh uh. thanks beast okay so Artie is directing this musical of west side story he's watching this performance and he has a note at the end of this performance that he gives to the two actors and i just want to ask you in the director's chair telly what would you give the note (laughs) what would the note be oh gosh and i'll tell you what the actual note is i don't you know i don't remember what he says so Oh gosh, there's just just no. Ke- I mean, there just wasn't any chemistry there. Was that the note? Yeah. The basically the note. Well, I mean, even just like a mile further, was he could tell that they were both virgins, and oh. that they both need to have sex yes. before yes they can go on and do this performance. See, but I don't see. I don't agree with that note because Tony and Maria did not. That's have what I was going to say. Yeah. Right. So actually, actually, no, I don't. I don't agree. They, they, yeah, it should they feel new and sort of like their fairy tale version of what right. love is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With suns and moons all moons over all the place. Yeah. It's not, you know, like, you know, drop it like it's hot. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's, right. these are not, Tony and Maria were not two kids that knew what they were doing either. That was exactly. a bad note, Artie. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, Artie, I don't know if I would agree, but I, I will give Artie a pass. He is directing a high school production. 
<laughs> I I just I love this episode. This like this episode blew up the internet. I think. Um, yes. Well, at least the Clayne side of Tumblr fucking imploded um, right. when this episode came out. Um, so good. I love every song from this episode. I won't complain about anything. Um, except Artie's note. That's problematic for me. Artie's note. <laughs> but Wait, Kelly, I want to. I want to know. Okay, from your perspective as being a cast member on the second series, the second season of Glee, just like in its height. Okay, you're observing these two characters, Kurt and Blaine, getting together. Like, the fandom must have went crazy. Were you aware of how insane they were going for these two characters being together? You know, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure yeah. that they were going to be insane for that. Also, it's it's a teenage gay love story on primetime television in 2010. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was, uh, to me, I as a gay person myself, like, I was like, oh my gosh, is America ready? For this, yeah. and what and the answer ended up being yes. Not only were they ready, but it like opened the door for Full so many force, kids to yes. be like, oh my gosh, like I see myself, or it's okay for me to have a crush on that boy in class, or sure. you know what I mean? Like it, it was it like it actually made people feel not alone. And I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, like the best the best thing that could have happened, right? Like I always say, I always said this. I was like, you know, say what you want. Sometimes like Glee doesn't always make sense, like Artie's note, but like, (laughs) but I think Glee does very well is they were aware that they had, they had the attention of people, especially in those first couple of seasons and they use their powers for good. And I give them all the credit for that. You know, if you can, if you can use that 40 minutes of television once a week to make people feel like they are, they belong and they are not misfits and they are not by themselves and there's other people just like you who don't yeah. think that they belong and that's okay like that is that's pretty amazing yeah mm-hmm. using the powers for good I yeah love that um i i feel as though like with this performance though i would have loved to seen a, a bigger spectacle i would have rather watched like a full-fledged like balcony in the musical scene. performance of like them on the balcony mm-hmm. and not just wasted in you know for the sake of getting Artie's note as a result. Yeah, but I will argue that this isn't about Kurt and Blaine, or this isn't about Rachel and Blaine. This is about Rachel and Finn and Blaine and Kurt. So I think think that what they do really well with um, One Hand, One Heart is they're singing together, but they're focusing on their different storylines and we're interweaving the scenes with um, Finchel and Clayne. And so you're wrong. (laughs) <laughs> I'm wrong. You wouldn't have loved to see like Leah Michelle and Darren Chris like on like a fake balcony. Yeah, that- but that's not what this is about. This is a minute long song. Okay, okay. This is a minute long song and I I don't want more of it than that. I do appreciate I the simplicity of it all. Yeah. I mean like I'll even go a little bit further in my my want for this West Side Story episode. I think that I would have loved the quintet as well which we didn't get mm-hmm. either anita's gonna get her kiss, get her kiss <laughs> come on it's been so fun but no we were robbed we were robbed of the entire like i want the entire like slime tutorial of um <laughs> mckinley high's west side story i need that um but sad we didn't get it um are we ready for our fourth song of the episode what yes. yeah tonight is against because i'm okay. pulling all the bops i don't I have a bop in my hand. Oh God! Okay. So I'm I'm scared for tonight. A hard. 
hard competition. I don't know. This is this is a really great one. I think Allison, in, the, in our first episode, you said this might win the Glacket. Oh my God! Oh no! <laughs> Maybe this time I'll be lucky. Maybe this time he'll stay. Maybe this time, for the first time, love won't hurry away. He will hold me fast I'll be home at last Not a loser anymore Like the last time And the time before Everybody loves a winner So nobody loved me Lady peaceful, lady happy That's what I long to be All the odds are there in my favor Something's bound to begin Be still, my little gay heart. I can. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't. Just simply for us. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tully, what are you thinking about? Maybe this time, covered by Leah Michelle and Kristen. I mean, Chenoweth. come on. You're like, uh, first of all, like when I remember, I actually remember that watching this and going, <gasps> Kristen. We all know Kristen for that gorgeous soprano voice, and then you're like, yes. right. And then sometimes she surprises you because she's like, I. I belt too. In fact, I won a Tony for belting and you're a good man, Charlie Brown. So she's like, even though people think of her as Glinda, like they think of her as, Mm -hmm. you know, right. And like, you know, Kunigand and Candide or something like, you're like, no, she's a full, she can do it all. And I was like, Oh gosh, I really wish I saw the Kristen Chenna with Sally Bowles at some point. Do you mean like, I I would have loved to have seen that, you know, right. But I also love the, I love the split screen of it all too. I also enjoyed that. 
Very fun. Did you did you get a chance to see the cabaret? I think I saw like in 2014, was it? With like Michelle Williams. Did you watch that? Well, again, Grandpa Warbler saw the original, which was at the Henry Miller Theater, which was an abandoned theater that that roundabout turned okay. back into a theater. And it was Alan Cumming. It was Alan Cumming's big yes. break. Mm-hmm. It was, and this was the first <laughs> time he did it. He had done mm-hmm. it at the Dunbar Warehouse in London, and then he took it here to New York. And it was Natasha Richardson, who's no longer. Oh my god! But it was it, it was the I saw the original, and in fact, I remembered. I think I was I was not like I was not I was still a student because I remembered yeah. saving my money, whether I was a you know saving my allowance money in high school or I was a poor college student. But I remember saving my money, and like my mom and I went. It was like a Mother's Day. I remember that. And I was like, we have to go see Cabaret. And it was, a, we like, you know, it was also one of those cool experiences where you went into a Broadway theater and you didn't have a seat, but you sat at a Cabaret table. Like you sat at yes. a table. Yes, yeah. You know, it was really cool. But it was, um, but before, the, but the re- version you saw, Andrew, was the version that at Studio 54, that was the revival of that, of yeah. that original version, which oh, was at the Henry Miller. okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that was that was amazing. Oh my god, I love that though. Yeah. Wait, we've gotten like a few Broadway songs already this episode beyond besides jumping jumping. Right. Um, Tully, I've like I've done a deep dive today on your your um covers of different like like Disney songs and everything. Have you ever covered any of the songs that we've pulled so far oh. publicly? Like, have you ever done any of these songs? I. You know what? I have not. But I. Wh- why shouldn't? I not. I would <laughs> yeah. love to sing maybe this time. I love Kendra Knapp, so I would love to sing maybe yeah, this time. Yeah, I love it. I'm I'm here for it. Yeah. Or maybe I'll sing Jumpin' Jumpin'. Who knows? And Jumping Jumpin' even. Please. Maybe even like a mashup. We'll make it work. Please. Please, God. Um, I, you, I will say, I will just drop this. I used to live in Orlando, and Epcot, Broadway, uh, Disney nights were the best. Were yeah. 10 out of 10. So that fun. was one of the best jobs I've ever had was singing singing Disney Broadway tunes uh, <laughs> next to the lagoon at Epcot in, a, in yeah. the, the America Gardens. Like, such a fun, fun, fun job. I had a blast. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> it's fun to watch. Like, killed me every time. Although surprisingly cold in January. Yeah. Oh, really? By right. the lagoon in Epcot. Because, you know, all of us New Yorkers from up north, we're like, oh, we're going to Florida in January. I can't wait to, like, get out my tank tops right. and shorts and wear flip-flops. Yeah. You're like, oh, you get to Florida, and you're like, oh, Orlando in January is cold. And then when you're doing the 9 o'clock set mm-hmm. out at, by the lagoon, it's freezing. Like, I, we yeah. were in hats and gloves and scarves singing outdoors. It was so cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, did you know the people you were going to sing with? Like, were you, had you, were you already familiar with them? Or was it kind of, did you meet them for the first time in Orlando? Oh, you mean for the, for the Epcot show? For the Epcot shows. Yeah, for this particular show, the, the Disney folks put me together. They, they put all the shows together. They decide all the set lists and they decide who goes with who. And I think yeah. because it's a revolving, um, they, they have different uh, rotations of okay. different actors. And they want people to come back, right? They want people to come mm-hmm. back. And so they, they don't have repeated songs ever. Nobody ever repeats a song during that okay. whole festival. Um, so they they paired me up with Carrie Butler, who yeah. I've been such I, a huge fan of Carrie I Butler's for so long. Love. We've never gotten to work together. And now we are fast friends. Now we- That's like, amazing. I, I, I love singing with her. It was, it was so fun. We had such a good time. Carrie Butler, uh, Catch Me If You Can. Catch Me If You Can. Hairspray, the original <laughs> Penny Pinkleton and yes. Hairspray. Amazing. Xanadu, incredible. Now Beetlejuice, yes. Mean Girls, I mean Mean Girls, yes. Oh Amazing. my god, I'm obsessed. Uh, um, 
Um, maybe oh, this gosh, time. Oh gosh, we have to vote. This is hard. I know because maybe this time. I mean, it's the best. It's one of the best songs on Glee. My, I've said this before on this podcast. I am not. Um, Telly, just to give you some background, uh, neither Andrew and I are involved in showbiz in any way, we, shape, or form. We do not act. We do we not. We do sing. not act. We do we not sing. We do not dance. Talk to the people that do. <laughs> But my problematic trait is that I think in the car when I'm going really hard, I can sing maybe this time. I can do it justice. Yes. Um, that I like to think that. I love this song. I love everything about it. I love the options that they do. And I love how it's kind of raw and it's just voices and like a saxophone. And amazing. Yeah. I got like a Facebook memory. This is so embarrassing. I'm putting myself on blast right now. But (laughs) I got a Facebook memory like a few weeks ago (laughs) of a status that I made. And I'm surprised that I even kept this up. This is so okay. I I posted on a status. Everybody loves a winner and nobody loved me. And I'm like, oh, God, just like out of context. If you don't know the song, like that's just sad. But I was I was I was posting in solidarity with Kristen and Leah, um, mm-hmm. and I was hoping that would come across, but I don't think it did. Uh, <laughs> I love this song, and it, it's already getting my vote. Yeah, it's unanimous. Yeah. I mean, tell you, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, I, I, third, I third the motion. <laughs> okay, good. okay. Sorry tonight. This is not your night. <laughs> it's not. And honestly, I would pick tonight over, or I would pick jump and jumping over tonight. Is that a problem? Well, I just like I. They wasted tonight. I'm sorry. They wasted it. It could have been a bigger thing. I have the last song that I'm going to pull, and I, I, it's from season five. I don't remember the context in any way, shape, or form. But I think, uh, judging from the screen grab, it's a competition song. (gasps) Okay. I looked out this morning, and the sun was gone. Turned on some music to start my day I lost myself in a familiar song I closed my eyes and I slipped away
Uh, okay. I feel like this is a flop era banger. Season five was not a good season, <laughs> but um, this like just like came out on top for me. I love this. Blina, Supremacy, Blaine and Tina just like have my heart. I think this is so good. They didn't need to do this song, but they did. And I love them for it. This is great. They sound great. <laughs> my gosh, I, I forgot. I forgot about this number, but I was like, oh, this is good. I like this. No, this is this is great. Yeah. 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 Oh, you hate it, Allison? <laughs> I think it went too long for me. Okay. I think it could have had like 20, 30 seconds shaved off of it. Um, <laughs> I, We're being critical. I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be the devil's advocate here. Um, hey, <laughs> The arty I'm, of the group, yeah. <laughs> I'm fighting for jumping, jumping, which apparently is an unpopular opinion. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, it's good. Okay. <gasps> I'm scared. <laughs> No, Wait, I liked it. I, love I this. don't. I'm not. I'm gonna. I don't have anything bad to say about it, but I don't have a ton of good things to say about it. Is what I'm saying. Okay. Remind okay. me who picked this one. Me. Allison. This one. Oh. Allison, did you pick this one? Yeah. Just Got it. out of my out of my random cup. Out of, oh, out of the random cup. Understood. Out of the random cup. Yes, random cups. Yes. So we're not doing. This is not rigged. This is all anything we <laughs> come it. out of here okay. at any time. <laughs> I could pick a bop yeah. or a flop. We don't know. Got it. We have no idea. <laughs> What is what is I had? For What's us. in store? Understand? Right, exactly. Um, more than a feeling. I just love it. I just remember it being used in the Inside Out trailer, and I thought that was a really clever oh, use of I, of the song. You know, more than a feeling. Uh, I, I don't know. I just I love this song. I love this cover. I think it's really great. Um, we're getting a lot of Darren this episode. Telly, do you have any like tea on on Darren? Do you have anything like anything that anybody would be surprised to find out about Darren Chris? Oh my gosh, working with him. I, I, like, well, the the wild thing. It's like, and I think that people have seen more of him the way he Darren is. But like, I yeah. think so many people thought he was Blaine, this like super sure. clean cut with his hair slicked, and he has this big curly hair. Like, and that's just like not who he is. Also, yeah. he is that guy who's like jeans and a t-shirt and plays a guitar. Like he's not a dressy <laughs> up guy. Like, and, and so like there were times where we, like, you know, people didn't recognize him because yeah. we were out and about because he wasn't in the full. Now, I don't think that's true anymore because, you know, <laughs> he's we he's now, a, you know, an award winning actor and we've seen many colors mm-hmm. of him now. So, of course, we recognize him. But um, yeah, but um, but back in that time. No, I also one of my favorite memories was after Teenage Dream. And I think the second episode, the second song we ever did was Hey Soul Sister. I think it was at mm-hmm. a competition or something. Right. And yeah. I and I remembered like Darren going, you guys, Katy Perry just tweeted me. And like, I remember the moment, I remember the moment where, where he was like, oh, you guys, like, I just got a tweet from Katy Perry saying that she really liked our teenage dream. And all of yeah. us were like, what? <laughs> like, all of us were like, that's crazy. Like, you know, and like, I, I, I just remember, again, being Grandpa Warbler, like, like <laughs> being, being in this business for a while as I smoke my cigarette and go, yeah, all right, you know, all right, kid. But anyway, but like, seriously, <laughs> watching that happen to a young actor like made me really really happy because yeah. i i knew i was like oh you you don't even know like the potential that this you're about to like change the mm-hmm. the, the conversation right yeah. and i think really we were starting to get hints of that at that point okay sure but all over social media people were like 
you have to watch this really sweet teenage dream where these two boys, teenage boys fall in love with each other. Yeah. Like it's, and, and it did, it was, it was, it was conversation the next day, you know? So of course Katy Perry I, tweeted, but it was so sweet to watch Darren's reaction. Yeah. <laughs> I listened to both the original and the Warblers version back to back today. And I was like, I think in some ways the Warblers version is better, so right? Sweet. That arrangement I think is it's so like, good. I so think it's good. such a great arrangement. I think, well, I, I think that Teenage Dream itself is like one of the best like pop songs of all time. And mm-hmm. I think that what the Warblers do with it is just like so interesting and fun. Um, and obviously like context helps as well. Uh, I just like, I love it. Yeah, it's perfect. And at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's Katie's song. So of course, like right. Katie's version is awesome, but you know. You know, it, it, it's it's so hard to compare, right? Because had it not been right. for the yeah. original, like we wouldn't have that amazing arrangement by the Tufts Beelzebubs, you know. But um, yes, but you're right. It's there's something about that arrangement about all those boys singing together, yeah, in that really tight harmony, completely a cappella. That is like it just blows you away, you know. Yeah, it's so good. Um, I have our last song of the episode from season four. I feel like this might be. A little bit tricky of a competition. Okay. <laughs> I'm sitting in a railway station, got a ticket for my destination. Oh. On a tour of one night stands, my suitcase and guitar in hand. And every stop is neatly planned for a poet and a one man band. This wave is stringing us along. Alone. Just know you're not alone. Cause I'm gonna make. This place your home Every day's an endless stream Of cigarettes and magazines Oh And each town looks the same to me The movies and the factories Every stranger's face I see reminds me that I long to be
Homeward Bound mashed up with Home, sung by New Directions alumni. I forget the context. Can you help me a little bit with what the... Yes. Uh, is it a homecoming? What's happening here? So this is Thanksgiving. They come back. Oh, they, yes. A lot of the characters come back for you know, Stevie Wonder Week and just random reasons reasons that they should not be back. But Mm -hmm. this is the one reason that I feel like it actually makes sense for all these characters. They're home for Thanksgiving. That's right. They're home for Thanksgiving. Yes. Um, Oh, I love that. Yeah. And it's very fun. It's very sweet. You know, I'm trying to like, I think the context is important because I think my nostalgia of it now having that context, I remember, oh, right. Like we haven't seen them for a couple of episodes and you're like, right. And all of a sudden they're back and you're like, oh, how sweet. Like, you know, and they're grown up and you know, yeah, I mean, I remember. Gosh, like that first, that first like couple of months away, going to college or whatever, or not, or not going to college was like hard. Yeah. And coming home was, right. and coming home, you so looked. I remember that feeling of like so looking forward to coming home. Yeah, and and then and then some also feeling a little disappointed sometimes, like because I built it up, like coming home and seeing my friends right. from high school and all that, and all of a sudden you're like, oh. Oh, this feels different. We've all yeah. moved on in some way, and you know, so mm-hmm. I don't. Know, I I enjoy that they did that, and that's a great. Yeah. It's a great arrangement. Love that. I love it. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, this is not a hard competition for me. I I, I love like, this. I okay. love the mashup. Um, I like was emotional. Um, yeah, but I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, good, good. I mean, it's this is great. really. First gen Glee versus what they tried to make second gen Glee. I think. Yeah, yeah. This is. They tried it. I mean, gen, I mean, granted, Tina was there the whole time. Yes. Um, but they're trying. It's kind of old versus new mm-hmm. in this competition. I really liked this one. I really I liked loved it. it. Harry Shum's voice in this stellar for like a character that is like based off of like hey. He can really he dance, sing. but he can't sing at all. I'm like, okay, you can sing in this. This is perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, he was really okay. busy those two months that he went away. He was, <laughs> he was taking some he came voice back lessons. and he was like, oh. He's like, I have this arrangement down. I know my part. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like at the very end of it, it looks like they're about to throw down. It looks like they're about to fight. Where, <laughs> like three versus three, like who's going to win? Yeah. Yeah. This is a, a brawl song. Yes. Um, but I liked it. I liked it a lot. I loved it. Um, you want to start vote- the vote? I mean, unless you have anything to say about it. Um, all The only note that I didn't get to was Mercedes silhouette approaching out of the archway. <laughs> yes. Um, it does look like new challenger approaching, you know, like, she, <laughs> like, like who is it going to be, you know, but um, that was my final note on Homeward Bound Home. I love this song. This is great. Um, but I sort of want to see where the the vote lies before I vote, because I really like more than a feeling, too. So. Telly, you vote first. You tell us. Which. Oh, gosh. Well, I guess I'm going to vote for the mashup because we haven't had one during yeah. this whole time. Yes. So I'm going to vote for the mashup. I'm also voting for the mashup. So it doesn't even matter what you vote for, Andrew. I'll vote a pity one for more than a feeling. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, to recap. Um, okay. So I have jumping, jumping, not going through. Maybe this time in Homeward Bound, mashup with home, going through. What do you have? And I have Dromp. The, uh, the original. Um, I going can't believe through. that we got that this episode. That blows my mind. As crazy. soon as I pulled it, I was like beaming. I was like, thank you. Yes. Here we go. Um, yeah. Tonight and more than a feeling not going through. Sad. What a great episode for music. I love it. Really good. 
Yeah. T- uh, Telly, to wrap up the end of the episode, one question we like to ask all of our guests is, if Glee was still on in 2022, what, I'm going to spin this for you, what are the Warblers doing? What are they singing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think they, <laughs> what, would, what would they do? <laughs> what I, would you like to be singing? I think, well, it's 10 years, mm-hmm. right? You know what? Let's say it's, um. oh, let's say it's 10 years and they were supposed to have their 10-year reunion, mm-hmm. but they couldn't because COVID. Mm-hmm. So they now are doing it 12 years later, okay. their 10-year reunion. They're having a 10-year reunion. They've decided to um, see each other again mm-hmm. and they decide to i don't know like they did with the gap take over do do some song where they take over like the kitchen in the back or something i don't know like okay, okay. i don't know i don't know i think yes. that's i think that's where we'd be i think that's where we'd be <laughs> taking over a kitchen somewhere yeah taking yeah. over a kitchen <laughs> yeah i'm obsessed i don't yeah. i think maybe i don't know like I, I i think that's what we do well right is like we we go to like we like take over like we we all show up in our blazers and we Take over Takeover places where we places. look like we're, yeah. we don't really belong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it makes for great entertainment. So I think, right. you know, something has to happen where like, I don't know, maybe like, oh no, we rented the hall for this big reunion. And now, but unfortunately the whole, the entire kitchen staff has got it wrong. There's nobody in the kitchen cooking food. Right. Well, I can cook food. And then they all put on aprons and they all like, I don't know, they sing and sing. sing and make a number with pots and pans. And oh, like a and, few songs from like Waitress or something. Yeah, listen, would, yes. yeah, it could be. Make it Stop. work, make it easy. Could yeah. you imagine? Like they, they did a whole cover, like acapella cover. That'd I, be I'm good. here for it. We need it. Yeah. <laughs> Just like an acapella sugar butter flower. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Telly, thank you so much for being our Gleek this week. Um, <laughs> where can our listeners find you online? All the things that you're doing, all that. Yeah, I'm easy to find. I'm at Telly Leong on Instagram. I'm at Telly Leong on Twitter. And I'm TellyLeong.com. Amazing. Thank you so much again. Thank you. Thanks for taking me down memory lane. That was fun. (laughs) This is so good. To end the episode, we're going to say bye in our most annoying voices after one. Three, two, one. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Gleek of the Week podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Music, Spotify, and leave us a five-star review. You can follow us on social media on Instagram and TikTok at Gleek of the Week pod. You can follow us on Twitter at G-O-T-W pod. And you can also subscribe to us on Patreon, where you can get bonus episodes, early release, ad-free episodes, as well as guest announcements with the opportunity to send in questions at patreon.com slash Gleek of the Week pod. If you're interested in being our Gleek of the week, we have a guest submission form in our Instagram and Twitter bios. Glee! <laughs>